Welcome to Jumpstart Business Builders. My name is Deanna and I am your business coach. At Jumpstart Business Builders, we are giving small business owners the tools to grow a six-figure business through basic business development, marketing and sales strategy, and so many more future growth tools. When you have a plan to launch and grow your business, you will generate six figures in revenue and dispel the myth that you are two to three years away from getting a paycheck. This is where the foundations of a new, struggling, or aspiring business owner begins. At Jumpstart Business Builders, your success is our business. Welcome back. Deanna here, your business coach. So excited to be here with you today for episode number 38. I have our very first special guest on the Jumpstart Business Builders podcast, and I am so excited to share her story with you and what the first 12 months of running a business looked like for her. I have Kendra with me. She is the networking ninja at Boomtag Media. We have an incredible episode for you today. If you are thinking about starting a business in 2024, or if you're struggling in your business and it's time to turn things around, I think that Kendra's story is going to be really, really encouraging to you. Kendra, thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, Deanna, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk today. I am excited to just dig through your story. I mean, I know a lot about your story, but I really feel as though starting a business can be daunting, it can be hard. And I think sometimes people walk into it with this idea that they have an incredible product or service and everybody in the world is just gonna wanna buy it, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So that's not how it works. And Running a business is hard, but I do think with the right tools, it can be easy or easier or maybe more effective. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Maybe not easier. Yeah, no, uh, my first go at it wasn't as successful. And then I feel like after I got some better tools, uh, mostly through Jumpstart Business Builders, I was able to have a better second go at business. I love that so much. So a little background, Kendra, I knew you prior to us getting to work together. Mm -hmm. However, um, I didn't really know you on a level of business, I guess you could say. So I met Kendra at the Global Leadership Summit in 2022, and she visited our booth very visibly upset. Do you remember that day? Oh gosh, yeah, that was a rough day. It was a rough day. (laughs) It was a rough day, but could you agree that it like took you into this whole new world? Yeah, absolutely. It totally did. Uh Yeah, so it was a really rough day because I was there hoping to grow in leadership, but at the same time, I knew that the business I was currently running was failing. And so I was hearing all these great ideas of things you could implement into your business. But I had to go in the prayer room that day and just have a good cry with God and say, <laughs> I know that this is coming to an end. And, and he did confirm to me while I was praying that the business I was currently running was at its end. And so that's why when I came to see you, I was so upset. Absolutely. Yeah. You're like, this thing is getting ready to die. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst feeling in the world. If you have owned a business for a while and you're struggling, you can definitely relate to that feeling. 
And as an entrepreneur, we've all had businesses not work and learned from those. I don't even like to call it a failure. I feel like it's just a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And I know failures can be you know, things that we really learn from to take us into our next season, but I don't like to look at it that way. I really feel as though this isn't necessarily a failure, it's a stepping stone into what's next. Do you mind sharing with us what that business was and when you started it? Sure, it was called God and Country. I started it in August of 2019 with my husband. And we um, just made a, it was very niche, it was a patriotic Christian clothing line that was just focused on God being the best part of our country. I love that. And which I love your heart behind it, right? (laughs) It was such an incredible idea. What did you discover as you started that business in 2019? Like just looking back, what didn't you know? Oh my gosh, there's so much really. A Uh, lot of things. Is there anything like real specific that you're like, oh, if I would have known this, uh, I think things could have started off a little bit better or, yeah. yeah. Well, I definitely knew going into it that marketing was important and uh, we did put a lot of marketing efforts out there. I don't think we were really great about being clear on our message. Mm, Okay, so branding was lacking Mm -hmm. maybe? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it had a a strong sense of like we knew why we were doing it. Right. But getting the message across to like why other people, other than it was a cool brand and like they should wear it. Like what was the purpose behind it? (laughs) This is cool. You want one, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's I remember when you and I first talked about this last year, and I said to you, Kendra, you don't sell t-shirts, you sell an experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that was like a mind shift for you, right? Because millions of people sell t-shirts, and it doesn't necessarily set you apart, right? So in your heart and mind, you had such an incredible purpose behind what you were doing, Mm But if people don't see that you're solving their problem with this product or service, they're not jumping on it to buy this thing, right? Yeah. And so making money in this business obviously became a challenge, right? And the revenue wasn't building as you Mm -hmm. hoped. And I mean, I'm guessing like when you start a business, you really hope that it's going to bring you this freedom and flexibility that you've been looking for. And Mm-hmm. You know, this ability to work from home. I mean, is that did you experience that kind of coming into the business? Like, I've got this idea that I'm going to bring this to the market and I'm going to have this freedom and this flexibility. And absolutely, know. I left a career in banking that was going well, um, but we had some things happen in our family um, with my mother in law getting sick. She could no longer take care of the kids. So, being home was important for mm-hmm. me so that I could be with the kids at that point. And I did, you know, have hopes that it was going to allow me to just not have to take an outside job. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what happened? I mean, <laughs> you had to take an outside job. I did. Yeah. It turned yeah. out, you know, it was making some money and it, every year it was growing, but it wasn't growing to the point where I didn't need that additional income source. Yeah. So eventually you had to get a job. So that actually takes Kendra and I into the launch of her new business. And Kendra, when did you take an outside job again? It was at the end of 2019 or beginning of 2020. So it didn't take very long after launching Garden Country that I knew this isn't going to be my main source. I'm still going to have to bring in some 
Yeah. So you learned that businesses don't just take off. Mm. So when you read those headlines on your social media platforms that say, I make $90,000 a month in two hours a year. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to say that there's not some people out there that are succeeding in that way because I'm not in their books and I'm not on their calendar. But I feel like those kinds of messages can really send this idea that uh, you can just quit your job today, your full-time job, and start paying your bills with your business by next week. And it's you know so deceptive. And so I think that you learned probably within a short amount of time that you were gonna have to work mm-hmm. outside the home. And you yes. were still able to find a stay-at-home job though, right? Mm-hmm. Like you were still able to work from home, which I think is pretty incredible, and then run your business at the same time, right? Yep. Yes, I did them both in tandem. So that was nice yeah. to be able to find something I could do from home. That would, yeah, that would kind of start helping you pay the bills. Yep. And maybe even take a little bit of time away from that business you were trying to grow, but that's okay. This is your segue into the business. Tell me about this job that you took and what it morphed into. (laughs) So I I thought this job was really weird when I first got it. It was talking or being the voice for other people. In particular, this one lady hired me to represent her on LinkedIn and to send out messages and answer her messages. And I thought, how strange my COVID job was being someone else online. Yeah. <laughs> How did that make you feel? Because <laughs> this is a new world to you. You're like, what? What am I doing? Uh-huh. How did that make you feel when you were doing this job? Like, um, Well, it was really quite interesting because I felt like it was almost like I was doing something wrong. Like, interesting. Um, I don't know. I knew she didn't have the time to mm-hmm. be sending out her own messages and to be responding to messages and getting new business on her books and booking people on her Mm, calendar and that type of thing but at the same time it just felt you know kind of almost cringy to be yeah yeah exactly her voice yeah yeah Yeah. you're like this this feels really weird so yeah I'm like kind of feeling like maybe this is something I'm not supposed to be doing (laughs) yeah and so what I find interesting about that is that some of us have worked in that industry or in that world for so long that it's just normal to us. But when it's new to you, mm-hmm. you're like, what? I'm going to pretend to be you. And so it's it, it does feel really strange to show up and be somebody else online. I do think one of the most important things that you have to have when you are doing that kind of work for somebody, though, is the ability to capture their voice. So people do, in a sense, believe they're talking to that person. I, I personally like to be my own voice on social media that way I like. I like the fact that Sarah can come in and capture my voice and create some posts for me, Uh, but I like to respond to my messages and Mm -hmm. and things like that. But we were able to use your help at one point in time as well, and it blew my mind also. So uh, when you and I met in, I'm not gonna say, we didn't officially meet in 2022. I mean, I knew you before that, but when I captured how visibly upset you were, I, just called you in for a free session. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. let's visit. So like you just captured my heart that day. And I mean, I knew that I probably wouldn't be able to take things too far with you with this other business. But at that point, you knew it was just time to call it quits with God and country and this job that you're working at this point doing LinkedIn messaging for this lady uh, really 
brings you into a whole new world of strengths and skill sets and talents. Mm -hmm. And that's why I call you the networking ninja. <laughs> so Kendra became an expert at something that she didn't even realize existed prior to this job. And so God and Country really set you up for success in a new business. And Kendra started Boomtag Media about 12 months ago. And in the rest of the session, I want to shout out to Kendra right now, right here in front of me, how incredibly amazing you are. Like she stayed the course and she fought so hard when there was no money coming in yet. And she believed without a doubt that this was going to work. And because this job that you were working at was working, you were like, this will work, right? Like gave you that hope. So transitioning from that job into your own business, I want you to take me there. What led you to saying, I can keep working for this lady forever, or I can do this for a lot of other people? Mm -hmm. Yeah, talk about that, that transition. Well, there was a little bit of like middle of the road before I started my own business where I just started experimenting doing it for a couple other people. Okay. So I knew who owned a, a really thriving business, but she needed some new leads. So mm. I started doing the same same thing, but kind of creating my own process so that I could do it for some other yeah. people. So I started doing it for her. And then um, I had a couple other people approach me and go, I could use some growth on LinkedIn and some new leads. Yeah. So that just kind of like, okay, there is a space. And I think we had mm -hmm. a conversation about it as well. We're like, there are people that need that service. Yeah, yeah. well, we were one of them. I mean, I'm, I've been very familiar with social media for years and years, obviously, but LinkedIn was just something I never picked up and I knew that I needed to be on there, but it was just one more platform to learn, one more place to post to, one, you know, and it was just gonna add to what I was already doing and I was already overwhelmed. So I was like, I don't want to learn this, but I kind of know that I need to. And the problem does exist for small business owners to need this LinkedIn profile to grow their businesses. Mm -hmm. So it was like a real need. So what started out as something kind of like weird for you, yeah. <laughs> why would people do this? Uh -huh. You began to identify as a real problem yes. for people. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So once I saw that it was a problem and that people were willing to pay to have someone help them solve that, then it yeah. kind of was like the natural next progression to start making my own processes and turning it mm. into a business and uh, you definitely helped me take steps there that's so awesome <laughs> and it just magically worked and all the money rolled in right Kendra <laughs> <laughs> well thankfully um, I I had some people that I was already doing it for to pr provide some income but Good, definitely yeah. wasn't an overnight thing <laughs> it was not overnight so Kendra learned some things over this last 12 months. And if you're thinking about starting a business in this next year, I never want to tell somebody that it's easy. And at Jumpstart Business Builders, we have a process here that we know will help 
small business owners, whether you are starting up or you're struggling and needing to start over, to discover your first $100,000 in revenue and dispel the myth that you are two to three years away from getting a paycheck. But we don't make a promise that it's easy. We promise you it's aggressive. We promise you that starting a business can be very difficult and challenging. Mm -hmm. We promise you you're gonna need to show up that the money doesn't just roll in magically. And those are the things that we can promise you you're going to do. But we also know, and we've proven it over and over and over and over and over again, that when you do it, it will work. And you have to stay true to the processes and stay true to your business, stay true to helping your customers, stay true to transforming lives to see that happen. And Kendra did just that in the last year and she learned some things that I actually think are going to encourage you if you are thinking about starting a business or if you are coming into this next year believing that this is your year to discover that first $100,000 in revenue, I believe that what Kendra learned is, is gonna be crucial for you. So the first thing that you learned, Kendra, was in relation to your personal growth. Yeah. Yeah, what did that look like? I had to invest a lot in myself and just be willing to put in the work every day. You know, I made plans and tried to stick with them as as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, so what were some ways that you invested in yourself? Like what were some things that you did specifically to invest in yourself? I definitely listened to podcasts almost on a daily basis, anything that was growth-minded and- Did you have some favorites? Yeah. Yeah, what were some of your favorites? Can I say yours? Yes, you can. I love that. But yeah, what else? I definitely love yours. And then I was listening to Donald Miller's um, Business Made Simple and Amy Porterfield, Marketing Made Easy. Love both of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I found a couple others that I listened to like an offshoot episode here and there. But those were my main three. Cool. But those were your main three. Yeah. Excellent tools all the way around. So I, yeah, listening to podcasts was one. Is there anything else that you did to invest in yourself and your abilities to learn how to grow a business this time? I just had to push, Okay. even though I didn't see results right away. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like determination. Yeah. Like you had to really kind of cultivate that determination to make it work. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kind of like looking back to, you know, what you might consider a business that didn't work. And if you're not seeing the cash coming in right away, how do you push that? How do you push through with that determination? Like, do you think that seeing this work for other people helped you to stay determined and helped you to push forward and kind of persevere this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just feeling like I had more tools and more resources to fall back on. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, rather than just going it on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that that's real. That's awesome, actually. So, I yeah, listening to podcasts, I have spent years and years consuming myself. And I think that there is like, you can't find free coaches really anywhere, but podcasts can be a great way to learn from others Mm -hmm. and it's free. So the next thing that you did, Kendra, was show up authentically. Yeah. And how does that change the face of your business? What does that look like to show up authentically, especially in the beginning Mm -hmm. when the money's not just rolling in and the bills aren't getting paid this way? Well, for me, I've always been like camera shy 
for mm. my whole life. So having to put posts out there of myself and what I'm doing with my business, and sometimes it's video, sometimes it's just a selfie. I think that that was one way that I was uh, showing up authentically, and that pushed me as well since it was out of my comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, way out of your comfort uh -huh. zone. You're like, do I can do this? Uh -huh. <laughs> and, and then showing up consistently. You know, I made mm. sure that three to seven times a week, I was posting on social media for a whole year. Wow, that is mm -hmm. absolutely incredible. And we talk about marketing a lot here with our clients, especially your marketing efforts. So of course, for you in this case, it was social media posts because it took you a little while to get a website up, right? But mm -hmm. you were able to start leveraging the social media sites right away, even without a website, mm -hmm. but your marketing, consistent marketing is obviously plays a role in helping you to drive income into your business, right? You need to make sales somewhere along the lines and you know every single post that you create in, in all of your marketing ends up stirring uh, those future sales, but your marketing really isn't even about you in particular. Uh, I do believe you have to put yourself out there, right? I mean, if, if you're not putting yourself out there, nobody knows who you are. Yeah. And so that that obviously took you way out of your comfort zone, but the, the marketing efforts alone are really about educating and informing and communicating your problem and solution mm -hmm. for those customers and you have to show up consistently. And so we, we teach that, we, we do teach that you, your marketing really is not about you. It's about serving your customer. And so to show up for 12 months straight and of course, stepping out of your comfort zone and serving the community in ways that work for them through videos definitely took you out of your comfort zone. It was really fun to yeah. watch that like come, <laughs> come into play. So that leads us to the next one. Brand recognition works. That is the, the third thing that Kendra notes that she learned this year. What do you mean by brand recognition works? Well, when you're starting a brand new brand, uh, for instance, 12 months ago, no one knew what Boomtag Media was. It's true. Or yeah. what we did. So just kind of consistently telling the story and why people might need it. Mm -hmm. And then using my branding as well, like my colors in my post, my branded content. Now kind of staying consistent with all of that. Yeah. And now I have people asking about Boomtag Media, you know, which is really great when it's something that you created out of thin air, yeah. basically. <laughs> created out of, oh, turns out this is paying the bills. <laughs> <laughs> turns out this works. This is a real problem that people have. Mm -hmm. And we've created a solution but it wasn't that first couple of posts, mm -hmm. all of a sudden people knew who you were, right? Yeah. Uh, that took some time, yes. right? Of showing up consistently and almost not knowing if it's going to work, right? Like, I mean, in a way, you know it's going to work because you're doing it for people, mm -hmm. but it takes time to create a post, right? Like, have you ever like created a post or a video or something and then you like, 45 minutes later, an hour later, like this whole thing is edited and you're like, you put it out, there's like crickets. You're yeah. Like, it was an hour of my life I will never get back, right? Uh -huh. And that can be the worst feeling in the world. And you're like, five to seven times a week, I'm going right. to show up and I'm going to do this thing. And I'm going to hope that these posts gain traction. Right. And before long, 
people are going to recognize my brand. But I almost think when you're doing it consistently, you don't have to hope for anything, right? Yeah, like, I'm I'm just going to say the vanity metrics weren't there. The mm. likes and shares and that kind of thing. And I was doing it anyway, even though the, Ooh, my yeah. post, I'm lucky to get like seven to 10 likes on a post, mm-hmm. but I kept doing it anyway. Yeah, you kept doing it. So like I'm thinking of the emotional mind drama that we create for ourselves mm-hmm. when somebody doesn't like our post. So like mm-hmm. in the beginning, nobody knows who you are. These mm-hmm. posts might show up in feeds, they might not. Mm-hmm. And you're like, it doesn't matter if somebody likes this post or not, I'm going to keep posting. Yeah. What is the mindset shift that you have to have to press forward even if there is no recognition of the fact that you have made this mm-hmm. post? Well, for a long time, I was like, I'm going, you know, pushing through, I'm going to do it anyway. And then you kind of draw back a little bit into Mm -hmm. self-doubt. But I did have some cool things happen where I had had people who had never liked to post, never really, I would have never known that they were even seeing them Mm start asking me about my business. And it took, I'm going to say, seven months of of doing that repeatedly. And then I started getting questions from people and I, I found yeah. it really curious, like, okay, I didn't know that they were seeing me, but they were. They were, uh-huh. yeah, like the whole time. Self-doubt, I think, is, is what you've kind of nailed in that mm. when we expect something to happen or we've put a lot of time or effort into growing our businesses and then we feel as though nobody noticed or they Mm -hmm. didn't see it or I just put all this effort and time Mm -hmm. into something but then it just went you know got swallowed up whole by the algorithm or whatever I mean you feel (laughs) that's exactly how you feel am I talking to the people correctly am I attracting my target customer and all that self-doubt starts to creep in and you could have pulled back and said you know, maybe I just won't post as much. Nobody's, I don't want to be annoying, right? Like, I don't want to just keep putting these posts out there. But I think with the right mindset that you're actually serving people, they might not see that post right now, but if they have questions about your business somewhere along the lines, they can go to your pages and find these things, right? I mean, these are all content and resources and things that you've put out there, whether somebody liked them or not, and they still serve a purpose. Mm even if we feel like they got swallowed up whole by the algorithm. I mean, somebody can come to your page and find this information still, right? So self-doubt, I think, is something that just seeing your kind of your tenacity through this last 12 months is that that self-doubt's really something that you have to push through and believe that you are still serving a community of people that have a problem and you are now creating systems to help them solve that problem. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I could absolutely see that. Number four, I think I love this one the most. (laughs) You know, it's different for everybody. And I mean, some people have just like, I mean, you've built this entire like market out there and then you just have to add a new product or create whatever. This one for a brand new business with a brand new idea and you're just starting to learn it can take a little bit longer. And so inbound sales take time so what you're saying Kendra is that the money didn't just like roll in overnight is that what you're saying (laughs) yeah that and you know I did a lot of outbound at first um, pushing out messages and emails and that kind of thing and 
hoping that eventually I would become known for mm-hmm. that thing that I'm doing and that people would start coming to me. So I've had some things happen just within the last like four weeks where I'm like, oh my gosh, it's starting to work. It's working. I'm signing yeah. contracts. The money is coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Staying consistent and seeing that. I remember working with you over this period of time and you continued to show up to networking events and, you know, emailing places like, I think it was like the Wyoming Women's Business Network. Is mm-hmm. that what it is? And you're still so new. Was it the chamber too? Did you email the tra- the chamber? Was that another one? Um, I contacted someone at the Natrona County Library. I still have to do some follow up in the Wyoming Women's Business Center. Yeah. Um, yeah, hoping to that they would you know, allow me to do some teaching, even if it's for free, to go yeah. ahead and but can I get, get my foot in the door? Yeah, 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 get that message out there that I'm establishing that this is what I do, and come to me when you think of LinkedIn. What do you have to do to push through and contact places like that when you believe that you or you feel as though maybe you don't have enough experience to be doing this? You're camera shy as it is, mm-hmm. so to show up and speak <laughs> or teach in person or to offer that, like, what do you have to overcome in your heart and mind to to send an email like that? Yeah, I think it just comes from the desire of wanting to help people. Ooh, and, yes, right there. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. knowing that it works and I've I've just I've seen the proof. So I wanna help other businesses and that's what's given me the drive to be able to reach out to people and just ask. Yeah. You know? It doesn't hurt to right. ask. No, it doesn't hurt to ask. Like the what's the worst that can happen? They don't mm-hmm. respond or they say no and you just move on. But you you hit this nail right here on the head. It was never about you to begin with. Mm-hmm. And you saw that there was this need out there. And if you don't say anything, if you don't send that email, if you don't make that phone call, if you don't share with a potential client what you offer them, then you are failing them. And Mm -hmm. so you really hit that nail on the head. Like you really truly wanted to help people and you realized that you needed to go ahead and send that email despite your fears, make that phone call despite your fears, show up and teach that course despite your fears, and know that the money would come. And you did those things for free to get your foot in the door and to you know, be able to get the word out about what you do in our community. So yeah, that one leads us to number five, mm-hmm. collaboration. Why was collaboration, networking, connecting, why did those things play such a critical role? in the growth of your business in the first 12 months? Well, just finding other people who do the same thing or something similar to what I do, like I think your initial reaction is to not want to connect with those people because you're afraid that you would be um, competing with them. Mm. But I've learned a lot. Um, I've met some really great people who offer marketing services and other things that maybe you might think our competition that actually there's a lot of things you can do together Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think there is room for more than one of us yeah in the world right Mm -hmm. and i so i know for for me for sure i don't want to help people with linkedin so kendra is my (laughs) go-to so like we all kind of serve a community as a whole but you're right it is like you know collaborating with 
uh, like-minded individuals because mm -hmm. there are times that I can send a client to you and you can send somebody to me. We are able to collaborate that way and those there's room for more than right. one of us in the world. So there is, the market is not saturated. Mm -hmm. You bring something very unique to the table and somebody may be able to connect with you and work with you in a way that they can't work with me or that they can't work with somebody else. Yeah. And yeah, I think that that's very, very important. So you have had a pretty incredible first year in business and you are now seeing the money like roll in, you're seeing contracts getting signed and you're getting to experience that now. Uh, is there anything else that you feel you have taken away even in the last four to like four to eight weeks that you've kind of started signing contracts and really getting those people in the door that all of a sudden like they trust you and they believe that you can help them. Is there anything like now that contracts are being signed that you feel like you can take into this next year of your business? Mm -hmm. Yeah, playing the, the long-term game. Yeah. Cause I've had some recently, like I, I did free marketing assessments for when I very first started and got like completely ghosted and thought, you know, I'm probably never gonna get any business from them, but I kept them on my email list and I know they follow me on social media, mm -hmm. so they're seeing my content go out. And I did have some reach back out here recently. So not giving up on those people that you talk to and yeah. think, you know what, I'm probably not going to Early end on. up giving getting their business, but But you might yeah. still, right? It yeah. just when the time is right. Mm -hmm. They haven't unsubscribed yet, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the long term game, knowing that just because these few contracts or whatever are signed doesn't it doesn't stop. Yeah, you're going to continue on in the collaboration and the marketing efforts mm -hmm. of what you do, well as continuing to provide value to those that made it onto your email list or that you've had conversations with in the past. And who knows? Yeah, it, it absolutely could turn into something. If somebody was wanting to start a business in 2024, what could you give them to encourage them? To launch and go just to be persistent to really focus in on your first few tasks and once you get those checked off your box give yourself you know a few more tasks and just keep knocking those things out that you know are gonna pay off that's awesome what resources could you recommend to someone I mean you had mentioned a couple of podcasts there in the beginning that you feel helped you is there anything specific that you feel like a startup business could or even a struggling business, like if they're just needing to turn some things around, what what would be some of your go-to resources again? Could you share those with us one more time? Well, I really have gotten a lot out of your course that I started doing. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for the plug, Kendra. <laughs> no, I'm serious about that. It, it really has helped me focus and walk through the steps that I did at the beginning, but sometimes you need that refresher. Oh, totally agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, like we still always need those refreshers. I actually was mm -hmm. talking with a client the other day who's 12 months in right now in the program, and she's like, wow, I've learned so much in the last 12 months. And she had brought on an employee a couple months ago, and this employee has been joining her for the sessions, and she's now really made the connection to how much she's learned mm -hmm. in this last year because we're starting fresh with somebody else. And you realize, like, whoo, this was so overwhelming to me in the beginning, and now it's not as overwhelming. Yeah. 
And that and something course, else sticks with you the second time. You yeah, hear absolutely. It, yeah, yeah. You're like, well, I mean, you hear it, you know, but you're trying to take it all in, and you're trying to just really absorb and analyze and take all this information in, and you just can't take it all in at once. Mm-hmm. But now that your business is up and running, you're like, yeah, we talked about that 12 months ago, but now I can actually do it, or I understand it a little bit better, or I can make it better in my business. That course that Kendra is talking about, you can find at jumpstartbb.com, and the course is specifically designed for the startup or struggling business owner that does not know where to start. And I pulled this course together as a resource and it was meant to serve those that had no idea where they're supposed to start. I was in that same boat in 2008. I had no clue where to start. It took me 10 years, (laughs) technically eight years, but 10 years to really determine what the process was to discover my first $100,000 in revenue. And I truly believe that nobody should have to take that long to grow a business that works. So uh, that is what that course is specifically designed for. It does come with a free workbook and you will get a session dropped into your inbox every week for 12 weeks. And yeah, hands down, I truly believe that that will help you grow your business. Are there any other resources that you want to make sure that people have? to grow their business finding a community of uh, like-minded people yeah for sure Mm -hmm. i think that would be yeah making sure that you're kind of collaborating and yeah like like internal partner referrals and like referral systems Mm -hmm. is important and you can find those in your local area every local area has something that you can plug into yep Kendra, I'm incredibly inspired by your story it's been really fun to watch you just persevere and fight forward to this or fight forward through this and you truly are the networking ninja on LinkedIn. You helped us grow our LinkedIn. I've watched you do this for a number of other people. Since then, if somebody needed LinkedIn resources, where can they find you? You can go to boomtagmedia.com and there is a free marketing assessment right under my video at the top. When they complete that assessment, what happens? We schedule a time to talk about where you currently are and uh, what your goals are and then get a plan to, that we can implement to get you where you need to be. Awesome. So if the budget is tight, do you have options for for people? Absolutely. I have do-it-yourself options that are like a training that I can do where you can start working through these things yourself on LinkedIn. And then there's like a mid-level where you can do it yourself and get some assistance. And then there's a third level where you can just give it to me. (laughs) Awesome, give it to me and you just do it all for them. From a do-it-yourself to a done-for-you option. Kendra has done a lot to make LinkedIn services uh, very affordable for you. And when you complete that assessment, you can get that free consultation with Kendra and she will help you identify your current needs and what the best action is for you. Uh, Again, her website is boomtagmedia.com. And if you just don't have time for LinkedIn or you are not leveraging LinkedIn to really help you grow your business, Kendra is your go-to gal. Thank you again, Kendra, for being here today. I hope that you are inspired to launch and grow your business in 2024. We are also here to serve you at jumpstartbb.com. Signing off today, your business coach, Deanna.
Thank you for tuning into today's session. I am thankful for small business owners just like you that have a heart to change the world with your products and services. For more support in your business ventures, visit jumpstartbb.com. As always, I hope you have identified something that you can implement right away to take your business to the next level. Until next time, signing off, your coach, Deanna.